Geek Counter Geek is up next. But first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Espresso. French press. Mocha. Frappuccinos. None of these will be discussed, but all will be used on Caffeinated Comics. It's a weekly podcast about comics, movies, TV, and collectibles, hosted by a former comic book store owner and an ex-comedian. What a resume. Sometimes there's special guests. Sometimes it's just us reporting the latest geek news and arguing, like why I love cable. And why you're wrong about that. So join us each week on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network for superpowers and caffeine. Remember when you made those cappuccinos? Yeah, that whole day's a whole blur. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Let's get started. They bought their tickets. They knew what they were getting into. I say, let them crash. This is Geek Counter Geek. Geeks! With Misty Callahan and Keith Conrad. Well, maybe it's one of those other shows, like Outer Limits. Confuse the Twilight Zone with the Outer Limits? Do you even know me? Keith Conrad here, Misty Callahan there. Yep. This is uh, episode number 148. Ah, all right, cool. I can dig it. You can dig it? Yes. And um, our lives have been completely dominated for the past couple of weeks by my stick. Oh, if, you, if you haven't heard it, it's uh, bad lip reading. Uh, they put together a new <coughs> uh, Yoda song. Yeah, they, I guess it was, they were originally known, I, I'm sure they've done other ones, but there was the Seagulls that was uh, dominated for a little bit. Yeah. Now it's my stick. And just so you know, FYI everyone, there really isn't a good reason to own a bag of venom. It's poison. Yeah. So, on that happy note. Uh, but there's been <laughs> other news. There's been other news of them. My stick. <clears throat> my stick. My stick is better than bacon. Nah. And uh, we'll, we'll link to it on the, the mm-hmm. recently reconstituted Geek Counter Geek Twitter page. Yes. Uh, Twitter.com slash Geek Counter Geek. And uh, uh, there's been some actual news beyond mm-hmm. my stick. Yes. Um, Which, who knew? Yoda was a good singer. Who knew? I believe uh, you and I both uh, approved of the Ryan Johnson uh, movie Knives Out. Yes, I did. I did like that one. It's actually been a big hit. Mm-hmm. You know, some people who were a little bit uh, grumpy about uh, The Last Jedi were able to look past that and see it's a, mm-hmm. it's a really great, you know, little, little whodunit movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, we're going to get more from uh, Daniel Craig's character, uh-huh. Benoit Blanc. Uh, he's gonna get his his own little sequel. That's cool. I, I can dig that too because I like uh, I like him. So <clears throat> I, I liked the character. I mm-hmm. I like Daniel Craig and all the movies that I've seen him in, mm-hmm. which obviously don't include the James Bond movies. Which is sad. Like you, okay. Listen, listen I, I, I know you. Am have I really? Am I really going. missing anything? Yeah. Well, listen. I think I forget. Forgive me, Twitter user who said it best. That um, the Daniel Craig James Bond movies are the best, but the Pierce Brosnan James Bond is the best. So you have Pierce Brosnan who makes the best James Bond, and then you have Daniel Craig. The James Bond movies are the best. So, but hey, fun uh, little poll. Everyone hit us up at Geek Counter Geek on the Twitter. Let us know who do you think made the best Bond. Not that Keith cares because he hasn't seen a single one of them, but I will care because I have seen the James Bond films. 
speaking of uh, a long-running franchise of, of movies, by the way, mm-hmm. so Star Wars uh, The Rise of Skywalker, would you believe, has at this point made $12 million in China. That's it. Wow. Wow. Like if that if that continues, like the the movie might actually lose money. Wow, because generally like a billion, it's like and then like <clears throat> generally yeah. it's like you know the whole world, uh-huh. and then China then doubles that because yeah. there's a lot of people in China, and somehow like they're literally scrambling to figure out if like reporting data is wrong or something. <laughs> somehow China, Oops. they've only gotten twelve million dollars. Wow. Mr. Mouse is not going to be happy about that. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, but despite that flop, mm-hmm. uh, they are they, they do, believe it or not, believe that uh, they, they're onto something with this whole Star Wars franchise thing. Yeah, thank you. And, wow. uh, you know, they're, they're planning the future. And uh, originally there was going to be a, a trilogy done by the, uh, the, the Game of Thrones people. Mm-hmm. The TV show Game of Thrones people, not J.R.R. Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was also going to be another trilogy that was going to be done by Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. And everything was sort of like, all those plans were basically shelved. Because they watched the season eight of Game of Thrones? Uh, well, that might have had something to do with it. Plus, <laughs> maybe they were thinking, uh, you know, people didn't react quite the, the way to The Last Jedi as we thought they would. So maybe we shouldn't let Ryan Johnson write something else for us yet. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's been like completely blown out of the water I, mm-hmm. I don't think he's been fired or anything they're just they're just rethinking things at the moment mm-hmm. uh, but they have decided that uh, apparently within uh, Disney and uh, just so that I don't say I heard this mm-hmm. so you know that I know it yes because that I've heard that's good advice that is good advice don't say I heard something say I know it mm-hmm. uh, according to uh, makingstarwars.net which generally has been a pretty good source um there's going to be like a new series of movies or at least a movie and maybe sequels Mm -hmm. uh that are going to be like in the old republic days Mm -hmm. about 400 years before the phantom menace now i kind of like that idea um first of all i adored rogue one i I do like those standalone Mm -hmm. you know the star wars movie that I think that just one, really. But, like, we're going through the Clone Wars series right now, um, which will be followed up by uh, Rebels. Right. Um, so far, I am enjoying the Clone Wars series. And, but that and being said... By, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, well, actually, let's let's finish this thought before we get into the next thought. Okay. So, carry well, on. Well, I was going to say, um, what, what I do like is um, kind of like these, uh, like, standalone kind of kind of things that don't i mean obviously clone wars and rebels have something to do with like the trilogies and stuff but like their stories were kind of like you know i i I was thinking today when we were watching it like the relationship between anakin and padme makes more sense in the clone war series than it does in the movies it does doesn't it yeah it's almost like they had a different writer working on that (laughs) yeah a little bit a little bit uh also the the one thing that um I took from it, and there's a couple episodes that sort of, like, examine Anakin's, you know, sort of darker mm-hmm. parts of his uh, of his personality, mm-hmm. but, like, um, it's very tough to imagine, like, that Anakin Skywalker mm-hmm. turning to the dark side. 
Yeah. Like, it's, it's easy to picture, like, the YN-18 Anakin Skywalker that we actually see in the movies mm-hmm. turn to the dark side. But this guy, it's a, it seems a little tougher. Yeah, a little bit. But all of that to say, the um, I, I do like the writing of the, um, you know, kind of Star Wars series outside of what we have been getting, like, with the prequels and with the the sequels that we've had the skywalker saga uh, the, basically yeah um so the idea of like the knights of the republic kind of star wars film really intrigues me i mm-hmm. saw some um concept art i think that was being passed around twitter today I, excuse me i know it was being passed around twitter today <laughs> because it came through my uh, twitter feed and um you know, a couple of my buddies on twitter tagged me and they're like hey misty what do you think of this um Listen, I'm a huge historical buff. I think um, something an, a standalone movie outside of, you know, with no more Jedi and stuff, I think that would be fascinating. But let's just be real. Most people kind of go to Star Wars when they want to see lightsabers. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> so the one thing that I actually did like about Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. and to a lesser extent, uh, Revenge of the Sith, but mostly Attack of the Clones... Mm-hmm was there's at least one scene where you see, like, several dozen Jedi and lightsabers mm-hmm. flashing all over the place. Yeah. And I thought, oh, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of cool. And that's sort of what I was looking for in the uh, prequels. And this would be more of yeah. that. Yeah. And less of the really crappy forced love story between Anakin and Padme. But mm-hmm. that's but neither here nor there. In the Clone Wars series that we're, I'm watching thus far... We're not too far into it. We're still in season one. It makes more sense. And yeah, so if you haven't seen The Clone Wars, but you might have, just if you uh, did not like the relationship between Anakin and Padme in the movies, definitely check out Clone Wars, the animated series. So, And to finish my, uh, my thought that sort of interrupted things a yeah. second ago, mm-hmm. uh, as we're burning through uh, Clone Wars... Um, uh, there were six seasons, mm-hmm. and then uh, basically that was about the time Disney bought Lucasfilm. Oh, okay. And Lucas, uh, D- Disney, when they took over, basically decided that they were going to throw everything other than the existing movies and the Clone Wars. They were going to, like all the other novels and everything, they were going to throw all that out and start all over. Mm-hmm. And somehow uh, what got caught up in that was uh, uh, Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they just ended it after the sixth season. Like, basically in the middle of the story with a bunch of plot lines dangling. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, a few months ago, they announced they're making a seventh season. Woohoo! And I think that comes out in February. Nice. So next... It it, it comes out early this year, so... So basically what you're saying is... About the time that we're probably hitting the end of it, mm-hmm. there's going to be a new so season. So that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Actually, I guess and, we're going to be binge watching. And it might actually figure into, you know, The Mandalorian may have figured uh-huh. into why they decided to bring it back for a season. Mm-hmm. Because um, basically the last season is going to focus on the Siege of Mandalore. Ah. When Darth Maul will get... You, We'll get to him in uh, in Clone Wars later. Mm. He's back. He's back. Uh, Guess who's back? Guess who's back? He, he takes over Mandalore, and um, Ahsoka calls up uh, Obi-Wan and uh, 
and Anakin and asks for help. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of significant because when they're in the middle of the Siege of Mandalore is when Palpatine is kidnapped on Coruscant at the beginning of, of Revenge of the Sith. So in the, in the middle of that battle, Obi-Wan and Anakin get called away. And so uh, Ahsoka is left on Mandalore when Order 66 happens. Ah. So like those last 12 episodes are going to be like that plot. Or at It's going to get least, real, basically. Or People, at least touch on that. It's going to get real. So basically you and I have to binge watch so we can be ready for season seven to come out. And then I can start, you know... Watching Rebels, I suppose. Um, yeah, well, I think we'd want to we'd want to probably like tackle everything in order. As mm-hmm. in, let's watch uh, Clone Wars, the the existing Clone Wars, mm-hmm. get through the uh, the new season, mm-hmm. and then after that, do uh, that that'll be the the good best time to to watch Star Wars. Rebels. And then I think that'll get us right up to the new season of The Mandalorian. I think maybe. Between all that, yeah, probably. It depends on how quickly we watch them. Sweet. All right. We have our marching orders, ladies and gentlemen. So we have a sequel of Knives Out coming out, uh, season seven of the Clone Wars animated series, plus... Another movie of some kind. Yeah. Uh, hints that will at not a new involve, Star Wars movie. That will yeah. not involve It will not Rey, involve anyone named Skywalker. Ray or Kylo Ren or whoever. Yeah. Though interestingly enough, wouldn't Yoda be around because he is eight hundred? Uh, yeah, I was I was going to get into that that uh, mm-hmm. because it's four hundred years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yoda's hey he's he's going to be middle aged. He's a strapping middle aged gentleman. Yeah. So sweet. I'm I'm excited for it. I'm all about uh, Yoda these days. You know, funny side story. When I was a kid, when the first uh, trilogy came out, Yoda creeped me out. Like he really freaked me out. But like. With the advent of Baby Yoda, which, again, I read an article saying that um, the they know what the child's name is, because Baby Yoda clearly is not named Yoda. Some of us know that, but apparently some people don't. Right. Um, but they do know what his name is. So, start placing your bets. Yeah, um, John Favreau and uh, Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they were both commenting on that, and first of all, John Favreau said no. Very clearly, mm-hmm. Yoda died. This is after Yoda died, so it's not Yoda. Yeah. Um, and uh, Taika Waititi said he does. Uh, little little guy does have a name, and it's not it's mm-hmm. not Yoda. It's not Yoda. So, so yeah, we look forward to that. Another thing we look forward to is headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio. Oh yeah. Headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio feature um, eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, and they're designed to sound great for music and talk. So when you're listening to awesome podcasts like this one or any of the other awesome podcasts on Misfit Radio and... Radio Misfits. Radio Misfits. Don't want to mislead people. Oh, that's true. That's fair enough. They also have a noise-reducing design. And lifetime warranty. So definitely go check out Tweaked Audio at www.tweakedaudio.com. Use discount code GCG at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. You know, obviously uh, last week was the start of the new year and... And... A new decade. And, yes. Uh, 
So I, I thought it would be a good time to look back at our uh, our favorite movies of the decade. You know, ah, okay, sure. Not everybody's, uh, you know, we're, we're thinking bigger than a year. Yeah. Just the, the, the whole decade. And when you said that, I was just like, oh my gosh, there's been so many movies coming out. I'm like, I don't remember every movie I've seen. Well, that's what Google's for. Uh, so that's what I did. I went on IMDb and uh, checked out <laughs> movies of the last decade. And so we have uh, five each. Right. And in no particular order, I have Alita Battle Angel, The Big Short, The Blind Side, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, and Arrival. Those are pretty good. You know what? Uh, there might be some controversy here. Mm. I'm not sure the blind side. I, I think that's... It, it uh, was uh, 2009. So it's like right on the edge there, right on the precipice, right, I believe. Let, let, me, let, me, let me see when in, uh, in 2000, it, 2009 this thing came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> November 29th, 2009. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Theoretically, that was, uh, that, that was not the, this past decade. That was the previous decade. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, because I like you. <laughs> you better like me. Um, <laughs> it, it came out in November tw- on November 20th. Uh-huh, 2009. So that to so me would say years. that it was still in theaters on the new year. So theoretically, uh-huh. it was in theaters in 2010. So I'll allow that. I thought it was like right on the cusp. It was right yeah. there. So forgive me. I'm I'm cheating a little bit. But um, I do love that movie. I do. Whenever it's on TV, I'll watch it. Because I think it's so warming and heart moving. And it's obviously based off the true story. Um, and uh, it, it always makes me cry. I'm, I'm a big sucker for that film. So I ha- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not sorry. I'm including it. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it was like, uh, like I said, late November 2009. Um, I really, really dig The Big Short. Um, Yeah, The Big Short is really good. The Big Short was really good. Um, If you haven't seen it, it basically talks about the uh, financial collapse of 2008, but they present it in such a way that it's very entertaining and very easy to digest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I- Including having a, a bunch of celebrity cameos mm-hmm. explaining the more complicated uh, you know, financial things involved. Yes. Which I, which I think is a really great touch. Yeah. And, of course, I had to choose uh, Rogue One because it was a very fun action movie that kind of fits very well into the Star Wars universe and of course it has that one scene where you said it's like it's fan service scene but it's fan service done very well enough that is of course the ending scene with Darth Vader right basically slaughtering rebels Um, it's probably one of the coolest Star Wars scenes put to film Um, so I had to choose that one of course then Arrival I loved that kind of that kind of thinking sci-fi. I mean, listen, I love cerebral, alien, cerebral yeah. uh, sci-fi. I love aliens and all of that. Um, but it, it, the way that they did it was really, really and, and I, I liked it because um, uh, they named the aliens uh, Abaddon and Costello, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, just uh, a, a personal thing. When I was working with uh, Big John Howell and Amy Jacobson here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time I would uh, I would uh, talk to or about them, uh-huh. 
I would use a different duo as as their name. Aw. So I would I would call them like Starsky and Hutch or Abaddon Costello, and that was one I used a lot. Mm-hmm. So that that was the first thing I thought of when I was watching. Oh, you thought of Amy Jacobson, yeah, John Howell. That's so yeah. sweet. And then, of course, Alita: Battle Angel. I think that was, that was the James Cameron film based off of the um, old uh, manga. Um, I believe that didn't really do too well in theaters. I, I was just actually because you got me curious when you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it didn't like completely bomb. Mm-hmm. But I think there's it, it like some question as, well. as to whether or not it did well enough uh, to actually get a sequel, and uh, you, should you know, just do it anyway. Part of it probably has to do with the fact that uh, uh, as of now, there are no plans for a confirmed second film. There should be though. Like yeah. from what I understand, like James Cameron was going to do three. It was going to right. be a trilogy. Um, I like the way that it was done. Um, it's a very strong central female character um but she doesn't kind she doesn't come off like you know she doesn't need anybody or anyone she still has a heart she still loves like the man who like kind of like adopts her as a daughter you know and Mm -hmm. and so and like i like how there is a there's a history there the cinematography was gorgeous um but of course you can expect that with james cameron um, so yeah, so I, I said Alita Battle Angel. It didn't get as much love as it should have in the theaters. Um, so yeah, so Alita Battle Angel, The Big Short, The Blind Side, because I cry and I know I'm cheating on that one. Uh, Rogue One and Arrival. What about you? Uh, well, first of all, I I really like all those. Um, even uh, even the the slightly controversial one that it was. On the borderline. Because like it it's like, it's such a beautiful story based on, you know, a true story. I think the the gentleman went on to play for the Baltimore Ravens, I believe, if I, if I can remember. Oh, that's that. something to hang your hat on. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's just, it makes me cry every time because, like, you know, there's this young man who didn't have a home or anything. And, you know, he was adopted into this family. And just mm-hmm. treat it as one of their own. And then on top of it, you know, it wasn't like this, quote unquote, like white savior kind of movie that you, you tend to see from time to time. Because Sandra Bullock, she says in the film, she's like, no, he saved me. You know, so anyway, I'm going to start getting choked up with the film talking about it right now. So, yes, <laughs> I am saying the blind side, even though it was late 2009, claiming it. So none of mine are, are completely uh, far out there. Mm hmm. Um, and, uh, uh, one is, uh, is Inception. And again, mm-hmm. these are in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Uh, The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. uh, The Martian, Lincoln. Oh, okay. Okay. And, uh, and Avengers Endgame. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure if I've seen Lincoln. Oh, you haven't? That's the, I know it was Daniel Day-Lewis played him, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I I think that's uh, really great uh, as a historical movie, mm-hmm. and actually, like if you're trying to explain to somebody how the U.S. government is actually supposed to work, mm-hmm. it's a pretty good uh, example. Oh, okay. Because there's a there's a scene uh, very early in the movie where um, uh, Lincoln is he's talking to the cabinet, and the cabinet's talking about uh, the Emancipation Proclamation, mm-hmm. and basically Lincoln is explaining. 
why that was legal and why he could he could only do that and nothing else unless there was an amendment abolishing slavery mm-hmm. and that's why he 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 needs it and um it it's sort of you know like Lincoln you know gets a lot of heat from a lot of a lot of different people but like clearly he understood mm-hmm what he could and could not do as, as president. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, uh, you know, I think the last, uh, last few presidents probably could have, uh, could have benefited from. from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, that, that uh, goes into a larger conversation of a lot of, uh, uh, basically Congress giving up a lot of its power too. So. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, um, you know, the, the dark night, um, I don't think, I don't think uh, I, I don't think I've ever actually heard anybody say anything bad about that movie. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. you know that's it's uh, good. I, I think Inception, you know, you kind of either really like it or kind of don't. You're like that didn't make any no, sense. Or, no, I, when I watch those, kind of like. Eh. Um, I think so, there's so some scenes in there that are really cool, but for the most part, eh. uh, obviously. Uh, I, I like Christopher Nolan a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Martian, which I think you keep going back and forth on whether or not you've actually seen The Martian. No, no, I said, I, seen, I said, you know, you asked me if I had seen The Martian. I was like, is that the one where the dude stranded on the planet? Yeah. And you said, yeah. So, yeah, I've seen that one. Uh, oh, yeah, it's Apollo Apollo 13, actually. Yeah, that, that you Apollo can't, 13, I can't quite seen. decide if you've seen it or not. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually I'll have to see that one. But. Uh, maybe it'll be a nice... Uh, well, it already was on the, on the ballot for Pop Culture Blind Spot. No, but, so we uh, ended up seeing the right it. stuff, and yeah. the movie was too long. Sorry, guys. I know I got a little yeah. blowback from <laughs> about like that one scene that lasted forever in my mind. Um, and yeah. uh, and Avengers Endgame, like that, sort of like culminated an entire decade. Yeah, I mean, Iron Man was, I think, oh eight. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it started before that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean that. Uh, you know, I, I there, there's some debate as to uh, you know, like Martin Scorsese, who, who who says it's quote unquote not cinema, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, really. That sort of defined blockbusters for a decade, so yeah. I, I think I think that's got to be on there. All right, well that's fair. It's a fair choice. I'll accept it. Also, a fair choice is every single podcast that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Like, if you're not listening to Caffeinated Comics, what are you even doing with your life? Uh, Caffeinated Comics plus uh, Lasano and Friends is back. The bite goes on. Let's talk food. Yes, let's talk food. Uh, you can just pretty much leave it there. Free Kicks, which is a, uh, a, a soccer podcast. Get it? Free Kicks. That's Stuff's what they did there. in the city. And uh, Car Guys Report, all uh, the, the many wonderful podcasts on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Uh, great radio isn't dead. It just went to a better place. All right. Not sure if we're even using that tagline anymore, but I like it, so I'm going to keep well, using it, it. It makes sense, and it's it's perfectly stated. Speaking of things perfectly stated, mm. let's talk about your comic. Aww, I'm so proud. Of it. So basically, I finished my two-page comic. Woo! Um, I know it's not like 
really something, you know, to be too excited about because it was only two pages and it took forever between, you know, the holidays and, you know, wedding planning. But, um, yeah, I finished it. Um, So you can check it out on my Twitter at Misty A. Callahan or on my comics Twitter at Regeneratorum. And that's Oh, don't ask me to spell off the top of my head because it's Latin, but Regeneratorum. So definitely check it out. It also has a uh, Instagram. I will be posting up the web page soon. I just got to finish tweaking a couple things here and there. And I will be planning out a 12-pager. That's the new, um, the new goal that I have. I have a short story in mind having to do with cryptids. I think it's, uh, I, I've settled on the idea of something that has to do with the universe of my main comic rather than just the comic in of itself. But it's a standalone story. It's a standalone story, but just in that same universe. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. And then once the 12-pager is completed, then a 25-pager. And then if I feel really comfortable, it depends upon whether... I've really ma- feel like I've mastered the software and get comfortable with it enough. Um, I may go right to the magnum opus, which would be Regeneratorum, the actual comic, or do a 100-pager and then the magnum opus. But the, here's the thing. I, I've, I, re- I found this uh, old meme mm-hmm. and says, uh, it says, get it done. Don't worry about it being perfect because perfect never gets done. And so I think that's my issue a lot of the times is I I think in my head that I want something to be perfect. And when it's not perfect, it doesn't come out perfect, then I don't want to finish it because I'm like, you know, get embarrassed by it. And I'm like, oh, this is stupid. No one's going to look at this or read it. They'll think it's ugly. And so I'll leave it. But instead of finishing it, so just getting it done. There are things that I need to improve, like my cityscapes and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. Clip Studio Paint has like a lot of good um, tips and stuff like that moving forward that I can use. Um, so improvements need to be made. It's not perfect. But hey, two pages are done. Upcoming with 12. So, yeah. Moving and shaking. Well, I mean, Get It Done was sort of, you know, sort of where I ended up with uh, with my great American novel. Woo-hoo! was, uh, um, you know, I was listening to the Ride Along podcast with uh, uh, C. Robert Cargill and, and David Chen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that was sort of the message that kept coming up was just get it done. And uh, and I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think I, I saw on a, uh, on a on a video somewhere, some, somebody said that uh, like 1% of people who want to write a novel actually finish one. Wow. Like, not even, like, getting it published or anything, just mm-hmm. actually, like, writing it. And mm-hmm. at this point, you know, it's 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 in the hands of, I guess you could say, the pre-editor. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's looking it over. They're going to tell me, you know, what, what they'd like to see fixed. Mm-hmm. And then, once we get it in decent shape, we'll send it to the editor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, you know, I... I uh, I, I've jokingly said to a few people that I think that my uh, I can I can definitely say that my writing is somewhere between uh, like 
Clive Cussler and Michael Scott from The Office. <laughs> and so, like, at any step in the process, they may come back and say, dude, this needs a lot of work before, yeah. before, we're, uh, before we're even trying to sell it to anybody. Yeah. But, you know, we'll get there. Yes. I'm excited for you. I'm so proud of you. Well, I'm really proud of you for finishing your 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 comic. I mean, it, it's getting there. It, it's getting there. The, these are your first steps, Misty. Yes, yes. And so, for anybody listening, these will be your first steps too. Meaning that if you are working on a project or if you're thinking about writing a book, just do it. You know, even if it doesn't come out perfect, just get it done because perfect never gets done. Right? Unlike this podcast. <laughs> which is which is now done. Uh, next week we're going to be uh, we're going to be weighing in on uh, my first time seeing the Running Man. Oh yeah! So thank you guys so much for voting. Definitely check out the Twitter page at Geek Counter Geek. We do post polls and all sorts of goodies there. Uh, make sure you check us out at Keith R Conrad and at Misty A Callahan on the Twitter as well at Facebook, at Facebook Geek Counter Geek. Um, and and yeah. Twitter.com slash Geek Counter Geek, now that it's back. And now that it's back. Also, also don't forget to uh, check out our Patreon. If you like this Patreon, or if you like this podcast, definitely consider donating at our Patreon. Yes, you get and we, extra goodies. We, we actually just posted a, a bonus episode mm-hmm. for our patrons. Uh, talking about uh, your experience uh, through the first seven episodes of the first season of the reimagined Battlestar Galactica. And we will be getting into your viewing experience when it comes to Avatar The Last Airbender, not the movie, the animated series. So stop on by uh, patreon.com slash geekcountergeek and uh, and join the, the throng supporting the show so you can get that bonus content. Woohoo! The preceding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cabotron.